And hello, hello, Matt Cope here with the new flat rate. I uh, just wanted to come share some time with you this afternoon uh, to discuss how come my technicians aren't accepting the new flat rate or how come I'm having trouble implementing it, or let's just face it, how come we're having trouble implementing anything into our businesses these days. And so not to uh, spill all my candy here, but let's just take a look and see where this is gonna go because uh, I'm, I'm really hoping that we can walk through this in a candid environment and that everybody can get something out of it uh, because it's really something that, that we're pretty passionate about. And so let's take a look. As we get started here, the question comes up, you know, what is it that's making you take time out of your day to listen to me? So why are we here, I guess you could say? Well, as the picture shows, you know, you see this uh, business professional here just throwing darts, see his little tie hanging and everything, and he's throwing darts at this target. And uh, I don't know if you noticed or not, but there's a lot of them that are falling on the ground. Now, you might say, well, Matt, that's exactly how I feel each and every day in my business. Well, why is that? It's because time and time again, you bring something forward for your team to do, something that you know can change their life, something that you know can help your customers, help your business, help your family. And it's like you, you try to implement it and they just drop it and they drop it and you get pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So the question becomes, why are we here? And more importantly, how do we get here? How do we get to the time that everything actually starts sticking? How do we get to the place where our, our, our office staff and our sales staff and our field staff actually do what we're envisioning that they should be doing or what works even? Instead of why do we always become creatures of regression. Well, you know, ironically enough, I don't believe that it's as difficult as we make it sometimes. You see, what it's going to require, though, is it's going to require you and your team, starting with you, taking on a new attitude. You might say, well, what's this new attitude, Matt? Well, this new attitude is excellence. Excellence is, is starting to work in your business and work on your business with a spirit of excellence. And when you, you correct somebody or you give them instruction, ask them that question, what standard do we work to in our company? And the answer that they need to know and it needs to be ingrained is that here in this company, we work to excellence. In our customer service, we work to excellence. In our techni technical quality, we work to excellence. In our wow factor, we work to excellence. In our process following, we work to excellence. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you could explain excellence. One of my favorites, though, that I ran across was this one. It was the fact that excellence is doing ordinary things extraordinarily well. Doing ordinary things extraordinarily well. Wow. If you just break that down, how many times have we missed that one? How many times have we sent our people out there and said something like, oh, it's simple. Just go take care of it real quick. Was that a spirit of excellence? 
We've got to ask ourselves that. Because you see, the difference between becoming an excellent company and doing excellent things sometimes, <laughs> it comes down to one word and one action. And that action is very simple. Consistently. Consistently. Doing extraordinary ordinary things extraordinarily well consistently creates an excellent company. It creates an excellent culture because that's really where this is going. I've started thinking about this on a regular basis and implying, applying these things and these principles to our business here as the new flat rate to make sure that we can always serve you to the highest level of our ability. And uh, I st ran across this saying, and this saying just, it just kind of stuck with me, so I'm going to share it with you. And the saying was, proper, prepar proper preparation prevents poor performance. Now, that's taught as the five Ps of success, you know, in all different industries all the time. But, you know, you, you ever wonder why things go wrong? You ever wonder why, you know, you're always playing the fire, the firefighter and having to, to go around and put out all these fires? Well, it's simple. You didn't prepare. You know, we, we didn't put the practice in place of doing the job right before we started doing the job. So, so now we very well may be at a point in our business in different areas. Your business might be doing great on paper. But if it's stressing you out because of all the crap that comes back into the office every single day, then there's still something wrong. And we, we maybe have prepared on one side, but not the other. And now it's time to start preparing. So how are we going to make these things stick? Well, what things? Oh, let's just face it. You're all here on, on the new flat rates monthly uh, member day here. So let's just start with that. How are we going to make things stick like implementing the menu pricing system fully? Actually getting our technicians and our field staff and our office staff all on the same page and getting them to use the system to the majority uh, on the majority of jobs that they go and the right way. Because I believe that you all know this system works. Most of you have all seen it time and time again. The problem is always consistency. It's always doing it consistently and making sure that they don't just you know, resort back or regress back, so to say, into their old habits. And so, you know, just some of the, implementa the implementation struggles that many companies have had in the past, so don't feel like you're alone, some of the implementation struggles that you've had have been things like, you know, maybe you're getting too many Band-Aids, you know, and I'll be very straight with you there. If you're getting more than about 30% Band-Aids, your team is self-sabotaging, and this message is for you. Now, it's important to understand that they don't always know they're self-sabotaging. I would say 95% of the time, they don't know they're self-sabotaging. They're usually doing something really simple, really, really little that is causing really negative results. And they're just not testing it or they're not following the process fully in order to find out how to correct it. So maybe they're not following the processes that you implement with the new flat rate and other things. 
Uh, maybe they're not using it on every call. You know, that's that's pretty common with, with companies, especially that came from time and material and stuff, they're still learning the world of upfront pricing. And, and that's a struggle in its own sometimes. And uh, let's face it, many of them don't know the first step. They don't know the script. And, you know, we have heard in the past from some of you that you've said, Matt, how do I, how do I fix this? Well, how'd you fix anything else in your company? You see, you look at things like high band-aids. They're not following the new flat rate process. They're not using it on every call, and they don't know the script. All right? How did you fix the other struggles, the struggles that, that start with things like not turning in paperwork properly? <laughs> Many of you have said, I haven't. What about not collecting on jobs? I mean, really, if you had to raise your hand right there, how many of you still struggle with getting you guys to pick up a darn check or a credit card on the job before they leave? Who solved the messy van debacle of 93, huh? huh? What about high callbacks? Does anybody have, you know, especially your, your beginning techs and stuff, have issues with callbacks? You see, if you're thinking, Matt, I can't put forth the effort to implement the new flat rate, then I would wonder if you've implemented any of this other stuff either, if you've solved these other issues, or if you're actually just stressed out because your team hasn't implemented all the good ideas that you've had as a, as a business owner and entrepreneur and manager. Right. So why? Why do they not? Why do they not take these great ideas and, and follow them right, right away, first time you tell them? You know? what, what, what is the, the, the issue? What's, the, what's the, the wall that we're hitting as an industry sometimes? Well, you know, I kind of think it, it starts with this. It starts with the fact that, that, that we put this vision of what a, a perfect technician or a perfect uh, team member would look like. And, and we see this, this super professional person and, and we're thinking, man, we're all gonna show up and we're gonna wear uniforms and belts and shine our shoes. And when, we, when the customer opens the door, they're gonna see a clean, sharp, articulate and intelligent being on the other side of that door. But let's face it, why do we have that image but sometimes the image that the customer sees is more like this. I mean, really, think about that for a second. You're like, I know, Matt, you're just making it worse. Some of you are thinking you're, you're, you're making me, you know, you're, you're just making me mad here, just thinking about all these things that, that aren't getting done. You're saying, what's the secret sauce? It's simple, but I'm going to tell you right now, you are not going to like it. I mean, this is kind of an in-your-face discussion because I'll be, I'll be very frank with you. Every single one of these problems in your business can be solved. And the answer is really the same thing. But you might say, Matt, there's no such thing as a silver bullet. I've been looking for that forever. No, many of us have been looking to be able to buy something that's the silver bullet, and we just want to write a check and just, our problems go away. That's not how it works. If you're a business entrepreneur, you're going to have to put forth some work. You're going to have to implement process because the solution to all this stuff has to do with a lack of proper habit and commitment 
a lack of proper habits and commitment in your business, right? in your business, in your life. You might say, well, what does that mean, Matt? All right, well, let's just face it. You know, the year here today is 2020, and I'm sure somebody five years from now is going to grab this video and just laugh at it because the year is 2020, and, and we have this, this pandemic going on right now, and many of us got pulled away from the gym. And our gym body, by the way, is not what it was four, four months ago by any means. But the thing is, is when it comes to becoming a bodybuilder, Buying a gym membership, does that, does that do it? When you, when you go sign up for a gym membership, do all of a sudden your abs start, start uh, you know, folding into place? Your extra weight starts falling off? No. The gym membership doesn't have anything to do with that. The gym membership can only help. It can only help your body's physical status if you first create a habit. But in order to create a habit, you have to first commit. You have to commit to what? You have to commit to a lifestyle change that, you know what, I am going to do this for the health of my body, for, the, for my life, for my family. I am going to commit to create a habit of going to the gym each and every day and getting in shape and staying in shape. Okay, now you're getting somewhere, Matt. But let's face it, those of you that have done it, I'm one of them. I, I want to be straight with you. I joined the gym two years ago, and I made a lifestyle change. I cut out sugar, and I decided I was going to go to the gym every day, and my life was going to be different. And, and I'll, be, I'll be straight with you today. I'm so glad that I did. But you see, I went to the gym, and for the first week, it was brutal, absolutely brutal. It was very difficult to get there. If I made it there at all, it was very, very tough. And when I got there, I hated every moment. All right. Then week two rolls around, and I went again, and I hated every moment. Week, week three went around, and I got there every day again, but I hated every moment. But you see, after week three, something changed. After week three, I had created a habit. Uh, well, what was the habit I created of getting to the gym? I'd created a habit of that being in my calendar and in my weekly routine. So it was easy after week three to get to the gym every day. It was easy. But I want you to understand something. I still hated every moment. And you see, I went to the gym every day for almost a whole year before I got to where I loved going to the gym. Right? You see, my body had to go through a lifestyle change. It had to get into shape before it enjoyed being in shape. That's a little interesting, isn't it? You see, many of us think, oh, well, maybe we'll just practice this script. We'll just, we'll just learn this script, and, and that's it. Then we're good to go. You see, you've got to eventually adopt the, the understanding that you do not become a professional bodybuilder by going to the gym every now and then. You do not become a professional anything 
by practicing now and then. The only way you're going to become elite at what you do, the only way you're going to clean up your company is if you start implementing proper habit that's fueled and backed by your commitment as a manager and an owner. You, you have to fuel it. You've got to commit that we are going to do this and we are going to become excellent at it because this is in the best interest of the business. This is in the best interest of my company. This is in the best interest of the personnel that works here and my customers. And once you commit to that and you start creating the habit, then you've got to push and you've got to push and you've got to push. Until when, Matt? Until you love it, until you love it, until everybody loves it. So what's the fix? Jeezy, start some proper habits and don't give up. All right? But you got to first decide a few things. You got to answer the question in order to, to get that commitment. Why are we starting these? Like when you bought the new flat rate, why did we buy the new flat rate? What were we trying to solve? I promise if you bought it, it, this program will do that for you. It will. But just like any program, you got to take it out of the box and you got to learn how to play. Right? You got to learn how to play. You got to learn how to do it. So ask yourself the question, why are we starting this and what lifestyle are we trying to create? What lifestyle are we trying to create? And then what do we do? Well, then you do it. But you see, there's a few other things that you got to do here, and I'm going to share some of them with you. You're not going to like it. You're not going to like it for the first few times, for sure, because you have to repeat and repeat and repeat. And, and then, just so you know, you have to repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. Right. I had an owner one time say, Matt, what happens? Do they forget it? Yes. Human beings are creatures of regression. The moment you stop going to the gym is the moment you start getting fat. I mean, is it not? The moment you stop is the moment you start going the other direction. The moment you stop working on your business and practicing good habits and a great culture, with your, your technicians and your office staff and your sales staff is the moment that they regress back to what they used to do, right? It doesn't matter what you're trying to implement until that lifestyle comes and you decide you're going to commit to it, then you're only going to have mediocre results. You don't have to be the best at it. You see, I don't go to the gym to be a bodybuilder. I go to the gym for the lifestyle that I want. And your company is yours. Mine is mine. We're not all going to the same distance because we have different dreams and that's okay. And that's okay. So here's the thing. When it comes to the new flat rate, there's some things that you got to do to get it off the ground 100%. Step number one is you got to learn the process. Well, what's the process? The process of the new flat rate is that the new flat rate is about the call cycle. It's about the entirety of the interaction with this customer. You see, the new flat rate is a process development company. We specifically develop process that eliminates objections, lowers sales resistance, so that you're left 
with a customer that's ready to buy. When that customer is ready to buy, you don't need a superstar salesman in front of them. You just need somebody to follow the simple process and be able to show them an easy to understand menu that they can buy off of. That's why we use the app. That's why we have the five options. That's why the verbal packaging is there so that there's nothing for them to trip up on and to start thinking, I got to Google this. I got to Amazon this. No, they got to look at the technician that's in front of them and make a quick decision because you have the best interest for them. In order to do that, all right, your techs need to learn the script. Your whole company should learn the scripts. I mean, the primary presentation script is 14 sentences. We have 13 scripts, however, and they're all based on that one. If your technicians understand the process and the call cycle, and if they don't, let's get them back into some training. You might say, Matt, I don't have time for training. I'll be very straight with you. You don't have time not to train. Because if you're not training on the new flat rate, you're not training on other things, and your, your, your field staff and your office staff are regressing every day. Many of you come to us and you, you tell, say, say things like, Matt, my, you know, here at our company, we do the highest level of excellence. We're the best in town, and all of my guys do platinum level work already. You know, I, I, I hate to say this. I really hope that you don't get offended about it. Because I have a passion to help your company. I have a passion to see you succeed. But when a company tells me that my guys are the best, we go out and, and ride with hundreds of techs a year. Hundreds. And I'll be straight with you. I have, oof, I have ran into less than one handful, less than one handful of of technicians, not to mention companies that the expectation the owner had and the managers had on their guys was real. In other words, it's so, so unrealistic to think just because you want your team to be the best and just because you showed them how you wanted it done one time, it is unrealistic and, and it is not even fair to assume that they're still doing it because they're not. If you're not training on things like technical skills on a regular basis, they're not doing the technical skills you trained them once upon a time. Uh, if as an owner, you're not still out there in the truck on a regular basis, your guys aren't doing it the way that you originally wanted them to do it. Almost guaranteed, almost guaranteed. It's so rare to, to run into that. And it's not because they don't care. It's not because they wouldn't want to. It's because we've put the focus on something else and we've, we've, we've implemented and practiced not doing it. Right? And I'm not saying that to hurt your feelings, but I might hurt some feelings. You see, there's this thing called a script and our script is so easy. The primary presentation script is 14 sentences and it is not difficult. Every one of your technicians that have been in our two-day class, I asked them the, all the question. All of them, I asked them the question, is this a difficult script? And every one of them said no. I said, if you had enough time and you practiced every single day for just 10 minutes, could you learn it? Every single one of them said yes. 
I said, how long would it take to learn? And many of them said, you know, if we, if we practiced it every single day for a week, we would probably have it down. And I told them, I said, you know what? That's probably true. That's what my requirement is in my company. However, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that something else could come up and, and maybe it's going to be harder than that. So I tell you what, how about if we just give you two weeks? And we say, if you practice this every single day for 10 minutes every single day, how long would it take to learn it? Could you all learn it in two weeks? And I'm going to tell you right now, they all said yes. They all said yes. But do you know why they didn't learn it? You didn't give them the two weeks. You did not set aside 10 to 15 minutes a day for them to practice scripts. Right? Because we were too busy. Right? If you didn't set aside 10 to 15 minutes a day to learn the very first step of this new program that you picked up, let's just be, face it real quick. What else didn't we set time aside for them to learn? That list could be, could be big. We have to start inspecting what we expect to be going on, which means when you learn the script, go out and start using it. Use it as a manager. The most successful companies in our program, the owners and managers have presented the program. They went out there and they presented anyway, even if they're not usually in the field. Even if they're not field people, they go out and they present the program anyway, because you do not have to be a skilled tradesman to present this program. Because they see how it works, they see how simple it is, and then they see that anybody can do it, and then they see that it's worth investing into. So I'm going to encourage you, if you haven't went out and used it and you're a manager or an owner, just go do it. Put a slot on your calendar and go out into the field. Even if it's just for half a day, go out there and you present on a job. If you do it, it will change your life. Some other things we can do to make this work better and to implement this so that our team becomes excited and we improve culture. One of the greatest things is what we call it just daily meetings. Literally, we meet every day. You might say, there's no way, Matt. There's no way that I can take that much time to meet every day with my team. You know what? Be resourceful. We've got video conferencing programs and stuff nowadays that you can conference up, like Zoom and GoToMeeting and all these things. No, you don't even have to come together. Most successful companies do, but if you do or you don't, that's up to you. The important thing is that we do, that we come together every morning and we focus on positive things. We focus on the wins with the program and wins in life. And then we spend 10 or 15 minutes with everybody role-playing one of the scripts. You know, one thing about the gym is if you do the same thing every single day, eventually you, your muscles stop growing and you, your muscle memory gets screwed up and you stop losing weight or you stop growing and, and becoming stronger and you can even regress. And so you got to change it up in the gym. You got to start doing different things. There's 13 scripts in the new flat rate. How many of you have practiced more than five of them? I would, I would question that one. I, I would question how many of you have practiced more than three of them as a group. And so the thing is, is when it comes to the daily meetings, switch it up. Practice a different script every week if you got to. They're all built off of the first one, so the other ones are easy for the guys to learn once they know the first one. But you got to practice them still. You got to keep them fresh. So we got to have daily meetings. Then do some ride-alongs. Go out there and ride with your team. See what they're doing. Help them. Debrief with them. Help them become their best coach. If you 
just cannot get out there in the field and you're just thinking, man, I just can't make it, then gosh, pick up the phone and call us or shoot me an email and at training at menupricing.com and we will get you set up so that we can send a ride along coach out there to ride with your team for you. But at the end of the day, you're eventually going to have to make it too or somebody is going to have to get in the truck with them so that you know that these things are happening. But ride along with your guys and girls. Matt, when do we got to do these meetings? You see, it doesn't matter what you have to implement. We know that less than 20%, less than 20% of human beings are self-promoters uh, or are, are self-learners, you know, and they're going to go out there and focus on increasing their life and becoming better people and getting better at something all by themselves. You know, and it's not because the other people don't want to. It's not because the other people don't don't want to do good work for you. It's because they, they, they just haven't structured their life that way. They get off of work at the end of the day and they're tired. They're exhausted and they don't go study. They go home and they spend it with their family. Don't get mad at them for that. Instead, make time during work. Set aside an extra 15 minutes every day, extra 30 minutes every day in the beginning if you got to and have a daily meeting and implement these practices, it will pay for itself a hundred times over, not just in revenue, in happiness, in culture, morale, in customer satisfaction, in lack of callbacks and things like that. Makes a huge difference. What are some things that you can do? Well, we always recommend that you implement what's called the top 10 practice. Top 10 practice means that you put a board up on the wall somewhere. It can be a big post-it note or something, but where you start asking your team every week, what's the number one thing you ran into out there in the field this week? And they'll tell you as far as like a repair or a service of some type. And then go to the menu pricing system and find a page that'll fix it, but put that thing up on your top 10. This is one of the most common things we're seeing. And then go to the menu pricing system, find a menu that'll solve that problem, and take all the information from the platinum itself and put it up on the board. And then break it down into part uh, names and skill sets and services that you're going to do for that job. Uh, and add things like the wow factor that would go well with it. Or the additional services you should just include because you got enough money and that would help that be a better job that's worthy of the quality of your company. And then once you do that, you're going to be helping everybody understand, wow, look at the value. And then I always say, hey, take it a step further and, and price out every single line item on that list that you put out independently as if the customer had to have an individual service call to fix each one of them. You might say, well, Matt, that's not fair. No, 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 because in reality, if, if you did not have the new flat rate, your customer would never buy platinum level. Let me not use the word never. Every now and then somebody might actually offer it, but let's face it, way over 80% of our staff would not have even offered all of that stuff and definitely wouldn't have done it until it broke. And so the customer would actually have multiple service calls in there. But the thing is when you do that, if you price it out, you'll see that like our average company saves about $470 the customer saves when it comes to doing the platinum with the value that they get compared to if they had to do it all separate. And when your team sees that, it really helps the buy-in of, wow, 
that's a great deal for them. Man, that's a good job. Look what all we could do. And to help them out, I, I recommend that you do something else. Take your, your team and split them into groups of, of two to no more than five in a group. Probably no more than four is, is better. But two to five people in a group and do what we call team platinum training, where you assign them a physical platinum repair out of your, your program to perform on your something on your shop. It could be something out of the scrap yard. It could be at your house. I don't care. And so, but physically have the team perform the platinum. Record it or take pictures of it while they're doing. Let them get it done. And then go through and see what quality work they're actually doing and then make some recommendations on what they need to do to make it worthy of our company's name and their signature and to make sure the customer feels like they've got their money's worth. So wow factor, everything. Platinum training helps them feel like this is the company they want to work for. And it just helps them build confidence when they're presenting to the customer. And then again, when do we have to do this? That's right. We've got to make time here in work. And if you do it, these problems like, you know, complaints about, you know, I don't want to learn the script or it's too hard or why do we have to do this? Why can't we just go back and, and be time and material, or do flat rate the way we did before? You got to realize. But if you're struggling to implement the new flat rate, which is incredibly simple, they just got to learn a little bit and go use it. If you're struggling to do that, go back and count how many processes you have told them to do in your company that they're not doing, right? And the fix for all of them is really the same. We got to create a culture of practice. We got to create a habit to practice. We got to create the vision uh, that, of what we want to get to. Right? and how it benefits them, how it benefits your company, how it benefits your customer. You see, it's got to be a win-win-win. The cool thing is, is the menu pricing system, the new flat rate app, all of that, such a win-win-win. We see more customer satisfaction with this when the, when the techs use it than, than we've seen with anything else in the past. Right? You just got to do it. And you've got to be able to do it with ethics and say these three things at the end of every job, I'm proud of what I did. I would have done it any differently, and the customer got their money's worth. As long as you can say that on every job, a satisfied customer is sure to follow. So, again, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Matt Cope. Feel free to give me a call if you've got any other questions. But uh, usually the best way to reach me or to, to get a question answered on a way that we can help is just send an email to training at menupricing.com. And uh, the training department here, myself and, and my assistants and our tech support team, uh, we will reply back to you and help get you the information you need to make this happen. Also, if you made it all the way through this uh, this webinar, uh, do me a favor and ask. Just, just ask uh, the training department to send you a copy of what we call the next steps to success. The next steps to success is an outline of the meetings that you should be performing in your company, along with even some rules that you should be following in those meetings to make sure that it's embraced by your team. So again, thank you so much for your time. And we'll uh, see you next time on the member day.